Hey guys, we got a very special Wednesday morning bonus episode for you. I hope you're going to enjoy. It is the top eight softwares that I use here at Fence King to run our business, to make it run efficiently, to make it run smoothly, and to make it more profitable. Y'all enjoy. Welcome to My Fence Life's bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day. Dan and Cannon share their phone conversations with each other and conversations with industry leaders and fencers to find out about their day. There's no telling what you'll hear them talking about. This edition of Ask Me About My Day is powered by My Salesman. Woo! The most effective lead qualifying tool on the market saves you precious time and money by pre-qualifying your leads. No, before you go. Dan, how are you? I'm doing good, man. It's a Saturday morning. It's quiet. The phones aren't ringing. Yep. Good yep. news is because of software, the phones are ringing. We just don't hear them, and I got people answering. So yep. you're just not ringing right there. It's just not ringing right here, man. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I love I'm working it. on this it. list of software deals so we can share it in the uh, in the description. And I totally forgot about my overflow receptionist. Uh oh. We can't forget that. You can't forget can't that. Can't forget that one, man. Let me add it to the list while we're talking. Go ahead. You gotta you gotta start marketing to your client before they're your client, right? So So that's all they know. That's right. That's right. So you're top of mind. So then when they are, I mean, 32, 33 is kind of where our demographic in our region, our demographic starts. So if you start marketing to them when they are 30 or when they are 25, mm-hmm. by the time they get to 32 and start hitting our demographic. We are top of mind because they've been hearing us for so long, well before they were a client. So, you know, I get a lot of people, hey, why do you sponsor ads on Facebook? Because in our region, that's really not our ideal customer. And I don't, I don't sponsor ads on Facebook for that reason. I, let me rephrase. I sponsor ads on Facebook for this brand recognition. Yeah. Because yeah. Joe, and Jill are going to be over at Bob and Betty's house, right? Mm-hmm. And Bob's going to complain about how little Brian is breaking fence boards, kicking soccer balls. Yeah. And Joe or Jill's going to be like, oh, won't you need to call that fence king guy. Yep. That's yep. why I do it. Bingo. Or they just got a new puppy. Yeah. And they're like, this thing, I got to get up at 2 in the morning and take him out to pee. And then I got to wait in the cold, wait for him to come back in. And mm-hmm. then their friends say, well, why don't you get a fence and put a doggy door in? We did two of those this week. Fences around backyards because doggy doors were getting installed. Because guess what? Last week, it was like 20-something for a high. It was frigid. Well, That's and, when the doggy doors start going in. And it probably happened because somebody was sitting around and knew Joe New Ozark yep. fence because of social media. Let's talk about this. some software because that's that's really what I'm ready so, to be a student for. Um, I've got you know I've got eight software and okay. and, and there's others, man. Um, sure, sure. I shared a Google Doc with you so you can put them in the description. Yep. And I filtered down to the bottom the ones I wasn't even going to talk about. Uh, but you know you're starting that's to right. mention QR codes and. I, I, Trello is a great thing, you know, and, and it's not even on the list, but Trello is like, um, you can just Google Trello. It's free. Mm-hmm. And I call it a visual 
Google Docs, not Google, Google Drive. Yeah. It's like a it's like a visual yeah. Google Drive. Mm-hmm. So instead of having folders, you actually have pictures, and then you have you you column Lord. everything. Mm-hmm. So we put all our tools, man. If we buy something, we take a picture of the box, we put it on Trello, we copy and paste the description in, into it. Then whenever we go to buy it, we copy the URL, put it in Trello. So then you just got to click the link, and it brings you right to Amazon. Boom. Brings you right to ozfence.store. Boom. Yep. Right where it is, and anybody can order it. So then That's you just perfect. tie that to your to QR codes. Mm-hmm. So with so Trello, you, you know, it. yeah, so if you want to talk, that's like way down on the list of softwares <laughs> that we use. But sure, sure. my number one, my number one software, um, and, and this is really hard when you start numbering things, because really, <laughs> really in essence, my number one software would be uh, Google, my Google listing. Okay. I mean, that would be Google my Google number business. one software to have that entire Google listing filled out, questions, answers. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're doing a new thing where you can put your frequently asked questions in the chat. So yep. we're going to have those in this week. Right. But And that's that's a free software. <laughs> yeah. It's hugely powerful. Number one search engine in the world. Right. You know, then you have a website. If you have your Facebook in your Google listing, you probably need to get a website because you're very limited on having a Facebook link in there. Yeah. But then what happens is then it brings me to my number one software, which is my salesman. Yep. I, I mean, you know, once you get to the Google listing, you click on the website, right? Which I guess would be my second software. Then it's going to bring you to my salesman. And my salesman is a lead generator. It's a it captures leads. It gets rid of tire kickers. It gives people a budget. You know, we all know uh, my salesman Matt Warner. Look, I got him on my on my board, right? Woo! Yeah. Got a little woo from Matt, <laughs> right? So um, that would be my number one software. I mean, what better way to save time, save fuel? Yep. Save even more time because you. It, 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 it's just a no-brainer, man. Well, that's the thing. It saves time, saves fuel from driving around town, but also it generates leads in, when you're closed. Yeah. Right? We see we see a lot of quote tools come in after hours mm-hmm. when we're not even – so if they were going to wait to call in, and then when we were doing in-person proposals, we were during the summertime, we were typically two or three weeks out on getting by to do proposals. So would I rather have someone get a proposal now when it's – so, like, exact this exact example. So, right now, what time is it? It is 1047 on a Saturday. We are closed. Mm-hmm. But now they can go on our website, use the online quote tool, and get a quote for their project when we're not even open, rather than wait two or three weeks for us to come out. It's huge. So, then that brings me to my tied for first place. Okay. Job Nimbus. So Dave, you, let me ask you, how jealous are you right now of the of the Cabo trip, the job members Cabo trip? So I'm a little disappointed. This has been a really bad year for me, right? So I had to pass on the Stain and Steel uh, University in Springfield. I was like gung ho, I'm going. Life is great. I worked the weekend before. I got all my stuff done, right? I'm going, I'm going. And then that Monday morning, I get a text on the way to work from my assistant. I'm going to be out. My baby's sick. 
And I was like, mm. uh, all right, I'm not going to get done when I need to get done today, but if I work late, right? And then the next day, she's like, I got to bring it to the doctor for 10. And then when I get back, I'll come into the office. I'm like, all right, that's it. I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I missed that trip. Well, then I was supposed to go to Cabo for Job Nimbus and for their Super Summit or whatever they call it, Job mm-hmm. Nimbus Summit. And Pepper decided to get her knee, her meniscus on her knee, get her knee scoped mm-hmm. Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Well, she's just now getting around. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I couldn't go to Cabo without her. No, yeah. And then no, I couldn't no, go yeah. to Cabo. I didn't know how handicap accessible everything was, right? Sure, sure. So <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not doing this. I'm not wheelchairing you around. Yeah. So then Mark was like, hey, man, we got some extra cabins on the cruise. We're going on a company retreat will give you a cabin to go get in and it leaves monday well i think wednesday i'm leaving to go out of town for family stuff i'm like so i missed three trips (laughs) at the end of the year but yeah look man i've been i've been to job nemesis uh headquarters in utah yeah and you know this was before they were you know, sponsor of our show. And I don't sure. talk to them because they sponsor us. They sponsor us because yeah. I talk about them. I'm like, hey, I'm talking about you anyway. You should at least throw some money in the pot and help us market and make this sure. show and, you know, editing. And it'll cost money. You know, Joe. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, they did. But I went to their place in Utah, Salt Lake City. And I tell you what, man, it's it's phenomenal. When you walk in, you're like, wow, whoa. The culture there, the vibe. Uh, I learned a tremendous amount, top-notch organization. They, they're just, I mean, man, they have a room where they literally have, because they sell the roofers and they do, mm-hmm. you know, fascia and soffit and gutters and fencing. And they have a room where they have a little miniature roof built. So they teach everybody that works with them all the parts and pieces of roofing. You know, they educate, they educate the people on the phone so they know the lingo and can talk to you. But anyway, job members would be tied for number one because when someone goes and does a My Salesman on our website, which I call our virtual fence designer, where's it going to go? Well, it's got to go into a CRM, Mm -hmm. which is a customer relations manager, right? So uh, My Salesman, which I worked very hard to make this happen. And get my salesman and job nimbus talking and get that integrated because my salesman is such a huge part of my business. Yep. So now that API is up and running. Um, Job nimbus has a great open API. I don't know what API stands for off the top of my head, but it basically says, hey, you can come in and join us, right? Yeah. It lets them exchange information. It's an an invitation. So I guess that's what the I stands for. Um, So now... Application programming interface is what I'm being told. Thank you, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so what happens is, is I have a workflow in my job Nimbus that when they go do a my salesman at two o'clock in the morning, because guess what, people do them at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? They'll go two o'clock in the morning, um, do a my salesman, and. First thing my assistant does when she comes in is open up her leads board to see how many phone calls my overflow receptionist got and get on those, how many of my salesmen were done that night, right, and how many online forms were done. Because some people 
just don't want to do to my salesman, so we still have an yeah. online form. And um, so Benji's really helped us work that on the website to where everything flows, and it just all drops into Job Nimbus. Sure. sure. Now I've got everything I need. Now, look, man, if you get entered into my Job Nimbus, it's on. <laughs> it is on because you are going to get moved around in the workflows and automations. And before it's over with, you're going to be like, you know, that guy at the fence King is crazy or those guys are, are phenomenal follow-uppers, you know? What, what I tell people is like, listen, uh, you know, so when we're done with your fence, you will be so happy. One, that you have a beautiful new fence that is installed correctly by professionals. And two, that the emails will stop. So I got bad news. <laughs> Emails don't stop. <laughs> no, they they don't stop. I'm changing the the order here, Braden. If you're looking at the Google Doc, so then my next thing would be I have a a, a VoIP, a VoIP, okay. a Voice yep. Over Internet. So I've been running my fence company off my personal cell phone since 1999, right? And you're like, oh my god, I can't change this number because I still have people that call me. And I'm like, hey, how'd you get my number? Or my assistant will be like, hey, how'd you get our number? Oh, well, you know, Dan did our fence back in 2001, and I had his number saved in my phone. I can't believe it still works. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you do that? You go ahead and release your number from your cell phone carrier or whoever over to a voiceover internet, right? <laughs> Protocol deal. Yep. And now my phone number is basically on the world wide web. I can answer the phone through my computer. I can talk through my camera if I want to. Um, we found having the uh, desk phones were best because now I can transfer calls back and forth and now I got an intercom system. So that would be the next thing, getting a VoIP. It's very, very important that you have that. Well, and you can take them anywhere. I mean, that's that's the huge thing is so you can literally, they're programmed to the, in the, in the example of desktop units, they're programmed to the phone. So you can literally unplug it at the office, take it home and plug it in the wall if it has internet. And now all of a sudden, when you dial the office, that phone rings. Well, even better, if you do your homework, you'll find one that actually uh, has a Chrome extension. Okay. So okay. now, so like the one we use has a Chrome extension, and I'm really not talking about them because I'm going to be dropping them um, because Job Nimbus is having voice and text now. So why wouldn't I have everything in the same spot? Sure. You Absolutely. <clears throat> but so the, uh, the, the, the VoIP, the VOIP that we use, it integrates with Job Nimbus. Yeah. So nice. guess what? People call. We record all our phone calls. The recording drops down into the customer's activity. People text back and forth, all the text messages. So my salesman can be out on a job, pull up Job Nimbus, and scroll through all the text, mm -hmm. listen to mm -hmm. phone calls, look at the my salesman. Yep. All right here. All on the phone. Right. Well, and we're probably... There's another integration too, and I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump ahead of you here, but yeah, so, Job Nimbus. Everything, everything always goes back to Job Nimbus. Well, yeah, and and that's the thing. It has a phenomenal open API, and they're like, hey, so, so then my next thing is going to be the thing that we were talking about yesterday. And you're like, I don't want to talk about it, right? <laughs> so we did I wanted to wait. <laughs> So Dan and I were in a no, in another meeting, and we were, but we started talking about. We knew we were both going to talk today, and so he's. We started talking about. It. I was like, "Wait, 
I want to have this conversation on the show because this is something that I am so interested in. So, um, I don't know, man. My my brain just runs like crazy, and I'm thinking, how can I save more time? Right? Mm-hmm. Ringless voicemails. Ringless voicemails. If you don't wait, know, wait just a minute, Dan, because I've got a voicemail. <laughs> you got a voicemail I've, today? I've got a voicemail. Let's listen to it together, shall we? Yeah, let's check it out. I got to put headphones. So, on. so let me set. Can I set this up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. So here you are. You call the fence king, right? Kirsten answers, gets all your information, and she drops you into an active lead workflow. We'll just leave it that simple. Sure. Okay. Once you get in that workflow, we have automation set up at certain times that you will get automations, whatever it may be. And this automation you're going to get within the first 24 hours, say. Okay. And this is what you'll get. And no one's doing it. It's just well, Job Nimbus doing its thing. That's the thing is the phone didn't ring. Like I didn't, but I've got a voicemail. Right. So it's this is all a bit like magic to me, Dan. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's listen to it. Dan Blanc, the Fence King here. Uh, sorry I missed you. I was just giving you a shout to thank you for considering the Fence King and allowing us to quote your project and possibly surround you with quality. Um, I'm in the office every day. If you got any questions, give me a shout. I'll be more than happy to answer them and do whatever I can to give you a five-star experience. So thank you so much. Bye. I like that so much. Crazy, huh? So... I recorded that to MP3, mm-hmm. and now they get a ringless voicemail. So this is the problem. Job Nimbus doesn't offer ringless voicemails. So I went out and hired a development team and said, hey, guys, we need to make this work. Uh, I don't see why we can't make this a webhook because Job Nimbus allows webhooks. Sure. So we're like, all right. So they did a little research, and they found a company by the name of Drop Cowboy who has an open API, and so does Job Nimbus. So nice. they can talk. So they went ahead and wrote some code for me. And literally, it's, if you could see the code, the code is highlighted, and I can only touch like two parts of the code. <laughs> One of them is the phone number it's coming from, so it's always yep. coming from mine. And then yep. I drop in the... Uh, I drop in the um, the Google Drive share link. Okay. And that's it, man. And then I copy and paste it and drop it into the webhook. And that share link is where your MP3 lives? Yes. So it knows where to go find it? Okay. Exactly. So I have my Job Nimbus key code. I have my uh, Drop Cowboy key code. And then they have another like secret code. And we built our own code. And I just plug that in, label it. And boom, nice. copy and paste it. So, Dan, what happens when I call that phone number back? So, you can do anything. You can send that customer anywhere. But, um, I mean, the, the phone number that, like, you sent it from. So, right. if I, I would assume I put call and I get to office. Yeah, it's going to go to my office. If you text it, it's going to go to my office. Okay. Now, the phone number it comes from, this is the only thing I don't like. That's why um, I might change that up a little bit, that audio, saying, hey, look, this is my number. Give me a call back here. Like it's my personal number or it's my personal yeah. desk. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, but I just went ahead and uh, let's see. I forget. What, oh, it was called brand registration. 
So I just registered my brand, Fence King, with all the carriers. It's a simple process. Drop Cowboy has it. You just go in, register your brand. You put in your EIN number and all that good stuff. So once I get registered, I think I might have a little bit more control of where the phone number comes from. Okay. Okay. And what I mean by that, I mean like an exact number. Right now, it just pulls a number from my region with the same area code. Okay. You know, yeah. so it's look, sense. man, I'm trying to make something work that's not supposed to work. And Job Nimbus <laughs> was like, hey, you make sure that if you talk about this, you let people know that we don't offer this. This is something that yeah. Dan Blonde did. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. So this was the thing. And the reason why Job Nimbus, this isn't on top of their list is how many people check their voicemails. Right. 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 But that's not the point. The point is sure. they think someone picked up the phone and called them. Yep. Yeah, because it showed as a missed call. Right. It shows as a missed call. You get a voicemail. And you know what? You might not check it. But voicemail, it, it's organic, man. It's growing with, 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 the way, with society. Sure. I don't yeah. check my voicemails, but you know what I do get? I get a text message with it translated, and I can well, scroll through and read it. And, and, you, and you're in the missed call list. So uh-huh. they're going to say, hey, who... Nine times out of ten, like when I get a missed call and a voicemail, I'll just call it back. Uh-huh. You know, I'll just see missed call, click missed call, call it back. Hey, did you listen to my voicemail? I didn't. I just called you back immediately. How can I help you? Um, and, I, and I would have to think that probably happens on the customer's end as well. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. So it's not the point of what the voicemail says. The voicemail could sure. be blank. It could be a placeholder. If you do any yeah. research, you know, nine out of ten people don't listen to their voicemails. But Makes sense. I'm reaching out via text. I'm reaching yeah. out via email. And now they honestly think that the owner picked up the phone and called them. So I'll tell you, this is this is off script, obviously. And I want to look this up real quick before I say it. Um, yeah. So when I was, so Sarah to handle sales for us now, but she also handles like office management, things like that. When I was doing sales and sales only, I uh, had a little bit more time on my hands. I use something called Bonjoro, which, so who did I find this from? I found this from Tom Reber. And so basically it's kind of similar, but you send that, well, um, well, anyway, so it's a video. So you send a video and then you email it to him. And, it's, and so it was literally, so in Job Nimbus, when a customer accepted, so when they got moved to Job Accepted, I got a task, create a Bonjoro. You create a Bonjoro and I just said, you know, hey, Dan, just saw uh, your project come through. You move forward, accept your project. I'm so excited. Can't wait to get, you know, get the process moving. Uh, the next step would be to schedule an on-site. I'll include the link below. If you got any questions, let me know. And I would do those from wherever. And mm-hmm. I got a lot of good response on that. Now, the reason we don't is because you got to do it. Right? It, it takes a few minutes of doing it. And at this point, our volume's up enough to where – we would have to have a project manager that just did that. And maybe that's something that we consider doing, yeah. but, but this is all kind of in that same realm is it, it's a personal touch to it because it's not, you don't want them. People do business with people. They don't do business with businesses. If that makes sense. Or they're more comfortable doing business with people than they are with just faceless corporations. You want to try to take as much of that as, well yeah. as possible. So everything we're talking about integrates with job Nimbus. So yep. Yep. it just makes life 
So much easier, man. Now, granted, did I want to have to go out and create, you know, my own code? No, but I see enough value in Job Nimbus to say, hey, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know, well, and I think it speaks to Job Nimbus that they allow all that to happen by having the open API. They're like, hey, listen, we've got some features here we think you're going to like. But if you want to go create something custom, if you want to create a different feature for yourself, We'll also give you access to that, which when you start getting into software, open API is not common. They, you got to beg and borrow and steal and get access to these, these APIs a lot of times. Um, but Job Nimbus kind of gives you keys to the castle. Yeah, man. And look, I didn't want to use Drop Cowboy. I had another company that I had picked out to use that I felt was more uh, my speed, but they don't have open APIs. Yeah. So I had to go with Drop Cowboy, right? So now we start getting into automations. And how do I do that? I do that through Job Nimbus and their intricate automations. Uh, I was on the phone with uh, somebody from Job Nimbus the other day, and they were were doing something. I said, well, go into the automations, you know, boom, boom, boom. And the guy's like, which one is it? I said, "Uh, you're going to have to do Control F and type this in to find it. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And he started scrolling and automations were just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I've got some automations following up with people. I think I'm stopped right now at three years. But we're oh, going wow. to go up to 15 <laughs> years um, because the uh, the people that we sold offense to, why wouldn't I reach out to them in 12 years and say, hey, it's been 12 years. <laughs> we probably should look at replacing this fence or how is your yep. fence looking yep right yep. I like job that. can do that you know well it, and per usual you take it so much further than we do ours caps at a year like a year after the fact usually at one year is our last one and it just says hey you know it's been about a year since we were out you know if there's it so we would say, hey, we also do these other services, right? We can offer staining and cleaning and yada, yada, yada. Uh, if we could ever be a service, let us know. But leave, leave it to you, Dan, to just take that football and run well, with it on down the field. I mean, you've already earned that customer's trust. Yeah, they they've already probably, spent money with you. They've probably already given you a review, a five-star review. Yep. Um, they probably, uh, they've already wrote you a check, maybe was a little nervous. I don't know. Sure. You showed up, did the work, did what you said you were going to do. They had a great experience. Why not? Uh, hey, guess what? That fence we built, it's, you know, how's it looking? Mm-hmm. I'm sure, you know, uh, hopefully it's looking great and everything's working fine for you. Uh, we, you know, we'll reach out again to double back and then we might hit them in another three years. I mean, it's a simple automation. Yeah. Well, and they're already sitting in a column. Because, see, sure. Joe, I don't know how you do it, but what we do is is once once we send everybody through the process, we have a column called Thank You Card Wood Post, Thank You Card Postmaster, Thank yep. You Card Aluminum, Thank You Card Stain. Yeah. So all the people we built wood fence for are all potential customers for my new stain company. Sure. So yep. now Absolutely. I can start putting automations in going, hey, it's been five years since we did your fence. It's probably not looking to be- looking like it did when we installed it. But you know what? We can make it look like that again. Yep. Give us a call. We can clean and stain your fence. So so we separated out stain, no stain, or pre-stain, no stain. Uh-huh. So that way if we pre-stain, the thank you is basically just 
you know, hey, let us know if, if you'd like it clean. We recommend you reapply every couple of years. We'll be sure you know, to reach back out, which that should be an automation now that I'm saying mm-hmm. that, um, when it's time to clean and restain your fence. But then if it's no stain, it's usually something like, we recommend you have your fence professionally stained to prolong the life and that, 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 that. That's sort of service we offer. There's also others in the area that offer it. If you'd like a bid, let us know. We can get you a bid on that. Uh, I, I would have to go look at percentages, but it's pretty high on re, on people that reply back. Just give me, could you give me a bid on it? Mm-hmm. So it's a quick and easy recall. Well, and not only is it easy, man, it's, it's, so easy because you did the fence. So all you got to do yeah. is look in your CRM job Nimbus that has the fence layout with all the measurements of how, how the linear foot, the height, figure mm-hmm. out the square footage. Okay, yeah, yep. we're going to have to clean it. This is yep. a sight unseen price. Boom. Is it privacy or is it shadow box? Is it this or is it that? Is it six foot, eight foot. Mm-hmm. Right? We haven't so then, gotten to this yet, but you got pictures of it. Right. Are there bushes we need to worry about? Mm-hmm. Is there this or is there that? Exactly. You got everything. So, you know, when people say, man, you got a lot of different softwares. Well, we're doing a lot of different things, but yeah. I'm building a business. I'm not building a checking account. Okay. So the business foundation I'm building, I'm, I'm trying to build an empire. I'm trying to build a legacy for my, for my kids. And I want them 15 years from now when, you know, I'm, I'm 73 years old or whatever to be able to go, hey, that fence job that dad did 15 years ago, those people are now calling us back because he plugged an automation in. <laughs> yeah. The right? gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. So we're on our P&L. So we talked about P&Ls a little while ago. We've got... We've got a, a uh, itemization for software expense. Yep. And it gets healthier by the year. Well, you know <laughs> yeah. what else we do? We also do it by percentage on that P&L. Yeah. So then we can go ahead and say, hey, the software is a percentage and the software went up, the, the sales go up. So sure. now we can start utilizing that information so that's smart because yeah i like that as you if as you plan to grow then you just plan on having more expense because a lot of these softwares charge by the by the seat right by the account mm-hmm. so if you've got if you know hey we're going to grow by 30 percent, we're going to have to add another seat to this because we're going to have somebody else whether it's a project manager or whether it's accounting or whomever mm-hmm. is going to have to get involved with this to help us keep this in line so it scales for that, which is nice. Yeah. So then you're like, all right, I need to add another user that's going to add this much money to the to the to our job Nimbus item on P and L. How does yep. that affect our overall? I mean, there's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I getting it. that's getting granular. But you know what? You got to do Here it. We man. are numbers are everything. Uh, so they absolutely are. Then my next thing would be company cam. Perfect. And really, yeah. company cam is is a real big one. Um. If you don't have my salesman, if you don't have Job Nimbus, if you don't have a VOIP, if you don't have ringless voicemails, gosh darn it, you better get company cam. <laughs> okay? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a landscape guy that works for me. He's just starting his company. And I'm like, dude, you should have company cam. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't have anything else. I don't care if you don't have Joe's Landscaping at gmail.com. Get sure. company cam. You know, yep. So the way we utilize company cam, and guess what? It integrates with Job Nimbus. 
nicely. Now, let me pause here because Sarah, <laughs> this might be the last time people see me because Sarah might murder me in my sleep. Um, so we integrated these back and forth and I created, I was like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. I clicked the wrong box. This is absolutely user error. But I was like, yeah, just import the projects from Job Nimbus into Company Cam. And I clicked like the historical box. <laughs> so it pulled every job we've ever done in Job Nimbus and created projects in Company Cam. And so now Sarah's going to murder me because there's. <laughs> Well, we want to have thousand plus projects in company cam now. So what we do is we use company cam for all kinds of things, man. I'll go into Job Nimbus and I will create. I created a Stainless Steel University, Springfield, Missouri contact or a job. Yeah, and it created a job in company cam. All my guys had it, so when they were up at your place, they were snapping pictures in company cam. Nice. I'm gonna have them forever. Sure. Yeah. And anybody can go back and check them out. Any videos, everything. Uh, you know, then all the pictures uploaded to Caleb's contact in my computer. Nice. You know, so company cam is is really a tremendous tool. Yeah. What we'll do is is we'll go out to a job, and we take pictures of the house in the in the mailbox because guess what. We want to make sure we go to the right house. Yep. We also take a picture once they sign on, and we put our sign out there in front of the house so the guys definitely don't go to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And we take pictures from the street, the right front and the left front. I want to see the curb back. Okay. Then I can see utilities. Oh, there's the yep. electrical box. I know the electrical is on this side. There's mm-hmm. this. Boom, boom. Um, I can look at the neighbor's. Have you ever hit the neighbor's gas line when you were digging on your customer's property? Or cable or water, yes. Yep. Okay. So um, what happened was is they ran off their meter, their gas meter, and I knew they had a pool, and they had a pool heater. I said, hey, guys, there's no telling where this line runs. To the, and sure enough, the, the guy that did it, he did a big loop on our customer's property and back, and we hit the gas line for the pool heater for the neighbor. And I knew it. I said, I'm telling y'all, be careful. There's no telling how this is running. Where it is. You got to be careful. And sure enough, they were digging my hand and just enough nicked it, just enough to have a little, Mm -hmm. you know. Just takes a little bit. But I was able to tell that from company cam sitting in my office, never being on the project. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, um, you know, right now I got Dylan out doing on-site consultations. He takes pictures. He takes a video of the entire fence, walks it, explanations. So when he does his deal... We'll go back in the office, and I'll have that up on a screen, and I'll watch the videos. I'll look at the pictures. Um, when it comes time to do the agreement where they're signing on with us, hey, we're going to do the project, I can go ahead and make notes. Hey, we're going to be in front of the utilities here, uh, see utility waiver, you know, all this kind of stuff just because a company cam. Yeah. Well, and I like they added that video feature a little while ago, and I really like that for that exact reason. We can do so. We go out the Friday before we'll do project walks the Friday before we start the project. So yesterday we walked the projects we're going to do next week because we have utilities located that Friday. So any utilities we're going to see if they're there. But then we started utilizing that function recently, the video function of doing a walk around. I like that you got. I like that you mentioned that because it to the guys. There's going to be questions, right? And so one I did this week was a double gate. Hey, guys, when you're visualizing this, the double gate lines up 
right down this alley. So you can, if you stand back to here and you look right to this door, the double gate is going to be centered in this opening. So it, I like that video function a lot. Yeah, um, I love it, man. They've gotten it to where you can do 10-minute videos now. You can yeah. do 4K videos. You pay a little extra for the premium. Sure. Uh, you know, and then this is the other thing. All the photos, not the videos, unfortunately, but all the photos that you take in company cam, they drop right into job Nimbus underneath yep. the job. Yep. So now you pull the job up and you have everything mm-hmm. in job Nimbus. Forever. So it, it, it's a win-win. Um, I find job, I find company cam is also great for utilities. Yep. You know, the guys, will, we do a morning, a midday, and an end-of-day video. The guys get to the job. They do a video. Um, their first day there, they're doing their morning video or whatever time they get there, midday. Okay, we got utilities right here. Um, I, w- I was looking at company cam pics on the way here. It looks like we're going to be coming in front of this, you know. And then they take pictures once they lay it out with white spray paint. Nice. It, it, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. So, One feature we like using is the p- before and after because previously, like for marketing, those are huge, right? But mm-hmm. it is a massive pain to get it lined up exactly the same to get a really nice, clean before and after. What Company Cam does is you just tell them, hey, here's the before photo I've already taken. I want to do an after video or after photo, and it'll give you a ghost image. Yeah. Of exactly. So you can step back, you can raise it, lower it, left, like angle. Get it right where angle. you need to be. It is such a nice feature. It really is. And look, man, Job Nimbus is on their way there. I see Corey Bigelow in the comments. Yeah. Job Nimbus's photo works really well. Um, they are going to be uh, getting better and better. And, sure. it, you know, they're, they're, they're nipping on company cams' heels. So I hope company cams staying ahead of the curve. If not, you know, it's just the, the software, the software Bring that business. Back into Job Nimbus. Yeah. Speaking of people in the comments, I think you know this guy. Uh, yeah, that's, um, Cannon, that's, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Dan don't really know. Dan don't really know. Cannon <laughs> really hates it when I get on a new automation kick because that's all he hears me talking about. And then I drop him into the workflow. He's like, bro, I'm getting text messages. <laughs> I'm like, Hey man, I texted you. And he's like, I don't know if it's you or if it's the office. Yeah. Is it you, you or someone else? You, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Alan says he just signed up for company cam. It's it really is huge. It really, well, really and you is. know what else about company cam? Uh, God forbid you need to use it for this, but it's geocoded, right? It's mm-hmm. geocoded, um, dated, time stamped, and it's geocoded by a third party company. So if you have an issue, you can use it in in a lawsuit. Sure, use it for anything. Yeah, I was taking it this place at this time on this day. Exactly, and I've had that. I've had that before, where we took pictures and, hey, y'all busted this line. Well, it wasn't sprayed. It's a geotag, timestamp, dated. You were supposed to be here two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. So those things work well. Well, and that's the thing. So also, so geotagging is also huge for Google Photos. So if you're uploading photos to your website. Google crawls that metadata in the background and sees 
the geolocation of the photo. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're based out of Springfield, but we we service obviously the surrounding area. So if we're down in Ozark or Nixa that both have really nice neighborhoods we like to live in or like to work in, uh, and we take a picture there and someone else is searching from, say, Nixa, mm-hmm. they're going to see that photo because it's geo-referenced in their area rather than just a plain photo with no geolocation information. Exactly. So um, if you put it on your website, you want it to be geocoded. Yep. And, you know, Benji gets on me for this because he's got me set up to do it, but I just sit down and drink bourbon at night and post pictures on my Google listing. (laughs) But um, you should have those geocoded also. Yeah. That's a whole other deal, you know. Which company Cam does by default. Correct. But if you go in and alter that picture, then a lot of times it'll wipe that geocode away. If you put them into an app, that's where the problem comes in. Got it. You know, so, yeah. Anyway, um, another thing we like about Company Cam is, is we have a Dan YouTube job in there. And the guys will literally, they know they need to take a a, uh, landscape, you know, turn their phone sideways, right? Landscape. Mm -hmm. and video something, then I can take and piece those together and make a little short out of it in iMovie on my iPhone. Nice. And they make sure that they have the geocode turned off and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Or pictures. They'll make sure they turn it off, take photos, so that way it's it's geocoded, but it doesn't have it printed on there. Okay. So then I can use it Yeah. and put it on Google. Very good. Very oh, great good. stuff, huh, man? It's a lot of right. stuff. So this is another one, man. This is so, – so really we've led into, you know, how do you capture your leads, your Google mm-hmm. listing and your website, and what are you going to have on your website to capture those leads? You're going to have my salesman. Yep. Um, you know, you, uh, Benji over at Clever Fox, man, he's got my salesman embedded within my website. So when you go to the my salesman, you still think you're on my website, but really yeah. my website is just a frame and you're on my salesman doing it. It's, it's huge. It's, it's dope, man. It really is. Huge. I see Alan Baldwin, uh, Baldwin's in the uh, comments. Yeah. Benji just did that for him. Check this out, man. So this cat goes out and buys a laser machine or something. I don't know what you call it. A laser engraver, yeah. Yeah, laser engraver. And he made all these ornaments for 20 cents. And then on the back of the ornaments, he put a QR code, follow Santa, right? Mm -hmm. So Benji takes that QR code and has it go to Alan's website, but the window is the Google follow my Santa. So these kids are going to be sitting there following Santa and the whole time they're on Alan's website and he's just racking up time and Google's going to be like, man, people like to be on this website and he's Uh just going to move him up. Uh That's how you can manipulate stuff. Is that crazy? That is massive. (laughs) So uh, he called us the other day and he was excited. He's like, man, I've been doing a lot of things I hear you and Cannon talk about. So That laser engraver is like next level business move. It is so good because so he'll laser engrave his like a a fence sign on the fences because people like to take fence signs off. Whether you call it a warranty placard, whether you call it a whatever, the a small percentage will still always take it off. They don't want it on there. Well, guess what? You laser engrave your information on that, you'll have to sand it off or something. I don't know. So this is really ironic. 
So if anybody knows anything about Google, it now goes through Google Maps. You're, you're a Google business listing. I just got a Google Maps notification. I opened it up, and it's a five-star review. There you go. This leads, you to, go. This leads to my next thing on my list. Nice. Biz Raider. Um, I think uh, we both use BirdEye. Huh, Joe? Mm-hmm. Do you still use BirdEye? We still do. We still do. Yeah. I'm good. I need with to that. talk to you offline about that. Yeah, I'm not paying those guys three, four hundred dollars to get a review when I can pay Benji seventy five a month. Or yeah. even better, depending on what package you get with Benji, it's included in it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Think about that, man. Yeah. So bizrader.com. It is a uh it's a review buffer. This is something that Benji and I, uh, Benji, Benji got the uh, bizrader.com uh, URL, a domain, mm-hmm. and he told me about it. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about doing this and that because I had bird eye. And I was like, all right, bro, whatever. Well, then I just got sick and tired of bird eye. I just was over it. You and I were in a, were in the condo at Finstech uh, when you had one of the last conversations with Bird Eye. Yeah. Um, did not go well for them. Yeah. So um, I'm sick and tired of it, Benji. You know, come on, man. We got to do better than this, right? Yep. You, you got that domain. Let's use it. So we started, a, he, he, Benji uses Monday.com to keep all his customers, you know, separated. Yep. Kind of, yeah, that's, a, that's like a CRM for whatever he does, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so he made a like BizRater one. Kinda, we yeah. started working on it. And now we have BizRater where it really filters your reviews. And you can pick, if somebody does a five-star, you can pick if they go to Google. They pick a four-star, you can pick them to go to Yelp. That's what happens on mine. I don't mind being a four-star on Yelp. I'm okay with that. Yeah. All right? Um, if they click a three, two, or a one, they feel like they're doing a review, but really it's an online form. Hmm. Then I get it in my inbox. I read it. Oh, my God. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize this happened at, you know, Miss Smith's house. Hey, Miss Smith, Dan Blanc, Fence King here. I'm calling. Uh, see, I, I see you left the... Uh, a three-star review, you weren't happy with this and that. Yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. Hey, well, let me get over there and get that fixed. Instead of dealing with that on the World Wide Web, you know, I'm dealing it with the customer one-on-one, and guess what? We get over there, we take care of whatever the issue was, get everything fixed. Hey, Miss Smith, I'm going to go ahead and send that link back over to you. You think you can change that review? Oh, yeah, I'm so happy, man. I'm so, man, y'all were really Johnny on the spot. I, you know, I, I, I left the review and it was, I was just frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. it was an emotional thing and I get it. And I, I don't tell her that. I'm like, hey, I completely understand. You know, you just paid $8,000 for a fence. I wouldn't be happy either if I went in my backyard and found a couple bags of concrete, empty, ba- empty bags of concrete, right? Yeah. Uh, so, um, well, we turned a bad review into a good one. Sure. Send her the link. She clicks the five, and she's done. It's a great review buffer. Uh, I just got tired of dealing with miscommunications. Uh, So many bad reviews are off of a miscommunication. You call the customer. You get it fixed, straightened out. They love you. They might even use you again, but they don't go back and change the review that they left that was bad. So... 
It's a review buffer. I love it. It's about $75 a month, I believe. It's in okay. my package with Benji, and it works It works wonders, man. Right. Now. Cannon's uh, got a point. And this is, this is not on Dan. This is on both of us. And we knew this going in. <laughs> That this was not going to be a sixty-minute, sixty-minute live. That's okay. That's all right. Ken is just jealous that we have more viewers than he had. That's. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Could be. Could oh be. man. So anyway, um, with all that being said, what if you have customers that just can't afford a fence, but they need one? Or what if you have a customer that says, "Hey, I got the money, but I don't want to spend it." I'd rather spend Joe's money, (laughs) hold on to my money. Well, I went round and round and round, and I finally landed on a company that I felt worked good for Fence King, and that's Sunlight Financial. And the reason why I found out about them is is because they they integrate with Job Nimbus. With Job Nimbus, absolutely. So I went back. um, I did a little Sunlight Financial deal. Uh, seminar or whatever it was, webinar. And if you go back and listen to it, I don't know where that link is. I'd have to give it to you, Joe. But I talk about all the jobs that we've done that we wouldn't have gotten, the gross profit percentage of that, that would have been lost sales. You know, I've had a job literally where people used us. We were more expensive than the people they wanted to go with because they wanted a cheaper price, but they didn't offer financing. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Dan, let's talk about a comment real quick. Well, let's answer a few comments real quick. So we'll start it back at the top. So talking about the the comparison between Job Nimbus and Company Cam, I think the question was the photos in Job Nimbus. I mean, they're obviously two different things. Um, Job Nimbus is a CRM, which CRM, a lot of people think it means different things. To me, it's Client Relationship Manager is what I think CRM stands for now. Who knows, whatever. It's basically like the hub for all of your client information. Whereas Company Cam is a photo aggregator. It's a photo app, hmm. you know. So now I think the question, though, was the photo the photo center in Job Nimbus versus the photos taken in Company Cam. I don't – and we should have clarified that we weren't saying that Company Cam is a CRM because it's not. It doesn't mean to be. It doesn't act like it is. It is simply simply a photo app. Now it does photos really well, so that's why we pay for a separate photo app. Yes. Um, now, Job Nemesis got it where you can draw on it. You know, you can zoom yep. in. They've got a lot of great features. I worked with them on sure. that. Um, it's not where Company Cam is, but they're headed that way. They realize how important it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, I just want to be more clear about that because it it is. So I ended up going to come to Cam just because the price was not really set up as a CRM. So that's why I wanted to be really clear is Job Nimbus is more expensive than Company Cam, mm-hmm. but that's because Job Nimbus is a full-service CRM, whereas Company Cam is really just a photo app. Well, and the other thing, too, is is why have 10 people on Job Nimbus when you can have four on Job Nimbus and then have your guys, the other six guys, on Company yeah. Cam. Sure. And, and whenever we create, like, a material list, we just go ahead and download it drag and drop it into the customer yeah, on uh, company cam. on company cam. So my guys open it up and they got everything they need for like 16 or 20 bucks a month or whatever it runs mm-hmm. instead of sense. paying, instead of paying for a seat at job Nimbus. Well, yeah. And, and once they get into the job Nimbus 
customer, like the job, there's a lot of information in there. And it's easy to get lost in that unless you know exactly where you're going. Whereas with company cam, the nice thing I like about company cam too is when you pull up to a job, it says, hey, we think you're here. Is that mm-hmm. where you're at? And it'll pull up that project. Whereas with Job Nimbus, you got to go search and anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a, that's another really great feature. If you're at a customer's house, you've done a lot of work in that neighborhood, and they're wanting to see this or wanting to see that. You're like, oh, yeah, we did one in this neighborhood. You literally go to the around me deal, and you can see, hey, wait, oh, that's the customer right there. Click. Mm-hmm. Couldn't remember their name, but I knew they were a couple of streets over. Sure. And you can pull up all their stuff and you can even share their photos if you want to that customer through a link. Yep. To show yeah, them, hey, what the finished product was. It's it's really a great, great. Uh, we could tool. probably do a whole show on company cam just with it. There's a reason we pay for it, right? Like we look, like I said, the software line item on the PL statement is getting healthy. Like it's, it's, it's growing quite a bit. And so we're taking a look at is this software expense worth it? And Company Cam and Job Nimbus and my salesman, they all check the box of bringing more value than they cost, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, Stitch goes on to say, and when we're talking about uh, the review buffer, um, and I'm, this is probably a, a this is probably a thought that's elsewhere out there, so we ought to answer oh, it. Oh, no, no. I want to address it because I can, I completely understand where he's coming from. Uh you know, as as a business owner, I got tired of the um, I, I got tired of that process. I got tired of the the misunderstanding. You solve the problem. You go above and beyond. The customer says they're going to change the review, and then they don't. I got tired of it. How many people? How many customers have done that? And look, man, I'm not saying this is for everybody. It works great for me. Um, that's why I went out and hired my own development company, my own development team to build code to do Wrangler's voicemails. You know, um, I'm not saying what I'm doing is right. This is just what works for me. And this sure. is this is how it is. Right. Sure. So sure. I just got tired of, of dealing with that. And then I got tired of oh, I got to really watch how I, I respond to this lady. No, man, let me call you up. You know, people are keyboard warriors nowadays. They hide behind keyboards. They hide behind computer screens, type whatever they want, done, and they go off living their life, and they don't care about what damage that they've done. So how do you tame that? You know, I'm not doing that to be um, deceptive. I'm doing that so it's in front of me, and I can talk to the customer and address it. Sure. You know, you know, we're not we're not the, the leading fence installer on the, on the North Shore of, Louisiana, of uh, New Orleans because we're deceptive. Sure. You know, I had a guy yesterday didn't want to give us a retainer. He goes, "Well, I'm dealing with a company that I gave a retainer to, and they're not wanting to give it back because they haven't done the work. So I don't want to give you one." I said, "Well, that's fine. Uh, you can call somebody else, but we don't have." 300-something five-star reviews and been in business for 23 years because we're running off with people's money and not doing what we say we're going to do. Sure. You know, so it just gives me an opportunity to have a one-on-one with the customer and not try to have that one-on-one on the World Wide Web with the whole world to watch. Sure. Even though you call them, you know. So 
That's well, uh, and, and part of it. Let's talk about that for a minute, maybe. And I know this isn't talking about apps per se, but but handling negative reviews on social media because it happens. You'll get someone that pops in that they don't go through the review link that they show up on Facebook or Google all by themselves, and they leave a mm-hmm. a one, two, three star review. And, and and I'll give you an example. So we didn't even do work for this lady. But she had called up. She had got a quote. We had talked about it. And then she called, and she was fine. She said, okay, let me talk to my husband or something like that. Well, then, like, two or three days later, she called up and wanted to speak to me directly. I said, okay, that's fine. And she said, um, I understand you do work for puppy mills. So I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, but what? Uh, she's like, yeah. She said, on your website, you say you do animal kennels. You do pet kennels. Uh, for both people and for businesses. And I cannot support anyone that supports puppy mills. I said, well, I understand where you're coming from. However, let me explain. One, puppy mills don't do business. They're not buying custom kennels. They're going to Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards, Tractor Supply. They're picking up the cheapest panels they can get because they're right. not, they're running a cheap organization. Exactly. Obviously, right? When I talk about us doing work for organizations, I'm talking about the Dickerson Park Zoo, the Wonders of Wildlife Animal Exhibits. I'm talking about veterinary clinics and and whatever they're calling uh, these, you know, puppy vacation places or whatever, where you take your your take your dogs during your while you're at work. They can't stay at home anymore. They have to go to these play places. But anyway, uh, these are the places that I'm talking about. And she's like, I just can't, I just can't, I can't even continue talking to you. Hangs up. Mm. Okay, that's fine. And then one star review on both Google and Facebook that says, you know, I cannot with a good conscience do business with a company that supports pet, you know, these puppy uh, puppy mills. Yeah. And so I was like, well, so that here's the thing. One, one, I reported it because she wasn't a customer right now. That hardly ever works. It's still going to stay. But I know that I submitted it. But my response to her wasn't to her. Right. I've already talked to her once. She's not interested in hearing anything I have to say. She wants the world to know that Ozark Fence supports puppy mills. <laughs> like, well, it's your no. opportunity to sell yourself. That's the thing. And so we didn't respond to her. We responded to everyone else that was going to read this. And so <laughs> there's that whole passive aggressive, like, uh-huh. per my last email, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, well, per our conversation, we don't. And because we all, most of us own pets and most of us love animals. I mean, we, we are a supporter of the Dickerson Park Zoo. We, we sponsor the giraffe exhibit. Out y- y'all had the wall of wags. Right, right, right. That's the thing is we love animals. We would not support puppy mills. Further, puppy mills don't purchase custom kennels, which is what we offer. And when we say we do work for organization, and so basically I just reiterated everything I told to her. I said, but I'm confused because we had this conversation yesterday, yet today these come, you know, these were posted. So maybe you weren't looking for a conversation, but merely were wanting to post this publicly. Have a great day (laughs) or something like something to that effect. Uh, I I think how you respond is everything. Yeah, we had a guy leave a one-star review, said too expensive. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> all right. And really, we never even talked. To, all he did was a my salesman, which gives you a budget, right? Yep. So, yep. Uh, and he didn't go through our review system. It wasn't a link that we sent him to do. So he went straight to Google, posted it, one star. So I reported it, and they didn't uh, they didn't take it off. 
okay. I responded to him that we offer financing for customers who, you know, don't, you know, because we don't want to, we don't want a fence to break the bank. Sure. Right. Well, that's the thing is like, we're in business to build fences. Yeah. Like I, if I had the, if I had my druthers, if I could go hire everyone I needed to hire, if I needed to, if I had all the infrastructure needed, I would love to build every fence in town. Like that's, that would be our goal as a company. Right. But we have to recognize that we aren't a good fit for every fence that gets built in our area. It's just not going, not going to happen, yeah. but we want to. No. And that's it. Everybody's got opinions. And that's why uh, you're wearing an orange shirt and I'm wearing a, uh, a uh, plaid shirt, right? Sure. <clears throat> so I see. Well, Mark Olson. Now, all right. We should be clear about this. There are multiple Mark Olsons, like in the mm-hmm. fencing, like community. Now, one will tell you he's the OG, which probably just means he might be a little bit older. One of them will say <laughs> SWI Mark Olson. Says he had a good line, and and so he he has a YouTube channel as well. Uh, where he is either there on Facebook anyway, where he was saying, so what that guy was telling you is like too expensive. Like when I read that, I just mean, I just read it was too expensive for me. Yeah. Like you, and that's fair. Like everyone has their own budgets, but don't, don't feel negatively towards me because I didn't meet your budget. I was just outside your budget. Yeah. I don't go hate on Lamborghini because I think their cars are too expensive. Well, they're not too expensive. They're just not in my budget, right? It's just it's all relative to the value. Yeah, and I can't fit in a Lamborghini, so. Well, I can't either, but that's neither here nor there. We yeah. should get one, and then we could just look at it, Joe. You and I go and <laughs> Just halves. park it out front. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. yeah. So, anyway, uh, we found Sunlight Financial works great. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I used to have uh, another company that charged an annual thing, but their interest rates were like 20 plus percent. Yeah. It, it was horrible. And I really. And, and people could take the financing anywhere they'd like. Exactly. And I literally sold maybe five jobs a year with them. Yeah. And I took the money that it cost to have the service and put it in my marketing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On my P&L because it was more of a marketing tool. People call this because yeah. we had it, you know. Yes. So uh, Sunlight Financial works great, man. They they have they even have options where there's no dealer fees, you know. Okay. And they, they do have dealer fees and some things don't. Depends on okay. what you want to offer. Right. Depends know? on the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's great, man. You just go through and activate whichever loans you want to have available. Some have dealer fees. Some don't. Some have better interest rates. Some don't. And they even have a home improvement max for people that don't have the greatest credit. Granted, those have dealer fees and higher interest rates. Sure. Sure. So well, it's uh, all in, it's all pricing and risk, right? That's, that's what financing is, is pricing and risk. Yeah. Um, tell me how, tell me how it integrates with job number. How does they, you said they integrate and job Nimbus promotes them. So How do they integrate with Job Nimbus? If I pull if I pull up a customer in Job Nimbus, mm-hmm. uh, then I click on their job because we do everything by jobs. Uh, it'll be when I go into the financials where you do all your estimating, collecting the payments, and all that good stuff. At the very top, it says offer financing. You can click it, and it auto fills everything. Interesting. Yeah, auto fills everything for you, and then all you got to do is click email the customer. And then it emails uh it emails the um the loan. So we said it, it fills in everything. So it gives you like an estimated monthly payment sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. And then once they get pre-qualified, then at that point you go into the Sunlight's portal and you hit, you know, email alone or well, you can do in person or by email. And we always yeah. do in person. It gives us an opportunity yeah. to, um, you know, talk to the customer, explain what it is. We have an SOP. Uh, you know, standard standard operation procedure that we go through, and we let them know, hey, there's no prepayment penalties. This is a no-brainer. Sure. There's no prepayment penalties. You know, so if you're waiting on your income tax return, you're waiting on your Christmas bonus or, you know, whatever the case yeah. might be, or if you're having to wait for your insurance company to finally get you a check that you got to take to the bank and then wait three weeks to clear, yeah, let's yeah. get the process going now, and when you get the money, pay it off in two months. Right. Right. Perfect. No prepayment penalty. It's yep. great, right? So then do you, and this is just a question, so do you then tell them, so it pre-populates all this and it gives you whatever the estimated monthly payments. So you, do you include that in your proposal, that estimated monthly payments would be X, or you wait for them to ask? So what we do is, is they, we, we used to do, they have a uh, automated, uh, not automated, they have a, um, a project calculator. Okay. So I used to, my, my, my estimator would go in and take the total of the job mm-hmm. and put it in for um, what would be the lowest, like 120 months or something. It, uh, it goes up to 15 yeah. years. So it might be 180 months. So that'd be the lowest, right? Then he'll do the 10 year and then he'll do the five year. So, and of course it goes up in price. Sure. And right. we would send that PDF along with our estimate. Well, you know what happens? Well, you know what? I really don't want to do the capping on the front, and I want to change that double gate yeah. to a single gate. And this, so now the price changed. So now my guy's having to go in and redo everything. So um, my good buddy, old pal, Cannon Johnson's in the comments right now with Jackson Fence <laughs> blowing him up. He yeah. gave me this idea, which let me grab okay. it real quick. All right. And this is on my website. We made a quick reference sheet. Okay. So basically... This has, if the loan's $2,500, what it would cost for the five-year, what is it? Love it. 60 months, 120 months, 144 months, 180 months. So we just send this document with them. So then they can go, okay, well, first my project was 9200 so it's going to be around this. But now yeah. it's, now it's uh, you know, eleven five, so it's going to be this. And I like that a lot. And then... I like that a lot because you could say in the email, like in the proposal email, like we also offer financing. Uh, I don't know if that's an interest or not, but if it is, I've included the worksheet. Because what I found, we used to talk about financing, and some people get very defensive about financing. So, like, what? Well, you so you assume I don't, I can't pay for this, that I need financing. It's like, well, no, people use financing for all sorts of, I don't, I could go buy. I could have went and bought my truck, but I financed it because I can use my money smarter than sinking it into a truck. You could probably use the money that you have smarter than sinking it into a fence. It's it's options I'm giving you. Yeah. but Well, if you go to the Fence King's uh, YouTube channel, you'll see we have a video that we just had made. It's one of those um, explainer videos. Yeah. And nice. we don't even use the F word in it. Financing. I like that. We use promotions. So um, okay. if you notice on all my uh, my Facebook posts and so forth, I'm no longer saying financing available. We'll say promotions. We have promotional pricing. 
And and okay. it just so happens that promotional pricing comes with a monthly payment and low interest. And <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because look, day yeah, you'd be price. surprised. You sell somebody, they need. Hey, we have financing available, and they get it rubs them the wrong way. Like, oh, you think yeah. I need financing? Yeah. I, I, I have had that conversation one on one, and it's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, well, like, well, no, I just want to let you know everything that we offer to the community because we're doing, you know. So then yeah. you go into salesman mode, but then you got the people to go. Oh, I, I don't own any financing, and you're looking around like, okay, yeah, maybe you don't. And then, sure. sure enough, by the time you get back to the office, they've already tried to pre-qualify. Right. That's the thing is, like, I feel like people just get defensive with the assumption. Right. Yeah. That they don't want people to assume they need financing. But my thing is like we use financing in all aspects of life. You know, I I didn't pay cash for my house. I financed that thing. It's it's kind of the same thing. It's being able to have what you want or need now and paying for it over time, even though you might have the money. Here's the thing. And this is like a whole financial discussion, but when you read the biographies and when you read about incredibly successful people that have wild financial situations, they finance almost everything because they know the power of having cash is more important than sinking it into anything. It's hey, Amazon debt right now is I, massive. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Sean under the bus right now, but Sean King will be like finance, 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 lease, lease, lease. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so make your um, money and, work and, for and it. I and I agree with him. Well, man, I even finance my electric bill every month. I do an average payment. Sure. Right. That's that's a form of financing. You know. So, um, and look, let's, man, let's, and, and we got we get up a little bit. We, we've so, got we got some other uh, financing companies that are coming out too. So there are you know there are and I. It'll be exciting to talk Fence about. specific. Cannon oh, says he's got 60 more minutes. So, okay. So, <laughs> we've got some more time here. Um, this is actually a fence question. Let me answer a fence question real quick. Said you're an advocate of not attaching a post to a house. Absolutely. Uh, how far should the end post of a fence be near a house? If you can get it right against the house, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. But typically, here in the Midwest, so this is a thing, right? So, here in the Midwest, we have... Uh, crawl space foundations. We don't have slab foundations. So the foundation typically kicks out six or eight inches. So mm -hmm. that we'll get the post as close to the house as we can. And then if it's a wood fence, we'll run it past. If it's a chain link fence, we'll build a fill panel as close to the house as you can get, but not attaching it is, is my answer. So my son Dylan, he, he never ceases to amaze me, man. We did a cantilevered aluminum panel over to a house without using wall mounts. So I'm looking at this picture in company cam and I'm like, what the hell am I looking at? I'm like, what, the? <laughs> what kind of magic is this? I'm like, what is I'm like, it's not sagging. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. What he did was he pulled the, the, the rail, the, the rails out, the, uh, the pickets out, mm -hmm. used a line post, let the, the, the rails go all the way through the house and then slide slid the pickets back in. It looked amazing, Joe. I was Fantastic. like, where did this kid come from? He's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that was a lot. new one. But I will tell you this. Um, uh, in Florida, and uh, don't ask me how I know this. Just trust me on this. I don't want to get into all that. But in Florida, the storm just came through. 
if the fence was attached yeah. to the house, they'll pay for the fence in full. Is that crazy? Yeah. The, it, it's all on how your homeowner policy. So a lot of times, and it probably depends on the region. So I've heard, I've, and I've seen that in the comments, that if it's not attached to the house, it's not an accessory of the house. Like it's a standalone structure, like a shed. The sheds are treated differently than houses in terms of what they're insured for. I, I'm get this whole channel is about just me giving my opinions, right? So one right. guy's opinion. I've seen here in our area, I've seen fences damage more houses than I've seen storms take out fences. Right. So if we if we were in an area like Florida where storms are incredibly common and the, the fence is more likely to be get taken out by a storm than it is to damage the house, I would probably have a different opinion. And, and look, and, and you, you could use a simple L bracket, metal L bracket. That's it. Yeah. Is that crazy? And just, but yeah. then you might have an issue with your termite people, you know? Well, that's the thing is there's also a vapor barrier on these houses on, on most modern houses there's a vapor barrier so you've run this screw through the siding into the stud hopefully you found a stud and you're not just like randomly attaching it into siding but you've also penetrated the vapor vapor barrier how are you making that right right yeah, so now, know, are you man. using epoxy are you backing the screw out epoxying and then running the screw in to try to seal it is that going to work i don't know yeah. Hey, no, do me a favor, yeah. Joe. I got back the, on track. Hey, the FedEx man's here. Read Sean's okay. stuff. I'm going to mute you real quick. I'm going to sign for this. Yeah, you got it. You got it. All right. Sean said, here we go. Cash is trash and put it to work and leverage. So put your funding to work instead of sinking cash into vehicles that are a depreciating asset. Doesn't make a lot of sense when you can, especially as a business, when you could put that money into inventory or you could put that money somewhere that would then serve you rather than just cost you over time uh cash is a tool that needs to be used and i couldn't yeah, agree yeah. more uh let's see dan you can also do a cantilever section with a solid top rail on an aluminum as well good to know huh you're not gonna believe um, what's been delivered papa says thanks joe i'm planning on redoing my fence in the spring summer next year and using postmaster post per your recommendation i think that's an incredible idea i think you'll be happy with that um, do you have any tips as to building a fence where each post is at an angle to another post, not 90 degrees or 45? I'm not sure. Each post. I'm not sure I can p- picture that each post is at an angle. So maybe it's like curving, I guess, is what we're trying to do. Um, around a pool deck or something like that. We're trying to put a curve in it. I mean, I could see like a corner post, like wanting to cut a corner, but where each post is at an angle, I can't really picture that. I mean, really, all you're going to do is take your post and cut the angle in half, right? So you're going to face that to where both sides meet the post equally. I would. So if you're at a 45, then you would cut the 45 in half, place your post there. Both your two by fours would come in equally would be one way of doing it. Yeah, Sean's got a great comment, man. He's uh, he's got that template. We love that template. Yeah, yeah. We love well, it. so, but Sean, I think he's so he's talking about using Postmasters. Uh, um, oh, when, he's talking about Postmasters. Well, yeah, because he said he's he's uh, going to build spring summer next year and using Postmaster Post. Or maybe I'm assuming these might not be related comments. Maybe yeah, I'm assuming they are. But look, man, yeah, so I just need to go. Well, Sean King, Mister Fence Tools. Uh, sells the, sells kits to where you can make those a little bit wider as well. 
Hey, man, guess what I just got delivered? What did you just get delivered, buddy? <laughs> I can't turn my monitor anymore. You, see, uh, you see all those signs? Uh, you, you got some fence goodies. So um, so what is today? Today is Saturday, right? Yep. I, deli- I ordered that Thursday. Liggity split. Isn't it something? OZFence.store. What we got? OZFence.store. MFL15. That's right. That's right. MFL15 gets you 15% off your entire order. Yeah. And you ordered more than $150, so shipping was free. That's right. And I ordered that Thursday before noon, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. If it's before 4 Central, it'll ship same day. Yeah. As long as it's not like a holiday or something weird like that. That's pretty awesome. So that is Eric over in shipping. So shout out. Thank to you, Eric. Eric. Um, <laughs> so look, man. Right, so, so we're, we're making our way through this list. Yeah, we're, look, we're you said, Sunlight financial. You said it was an hour, but I, I thought know. you meant an hour each software. So yeah. <laughs> we'll be here till 10 o'clock. Sure. So sure. My next thing is, is I use a company called iCheck gateway. It's my payment okay. portal. I check gateway. Okay. I mean, I came in this morning. I had two customers that, uh, had signed their agreements last night and paid me already and nobody was even here so we use iCheck gateway it's a great yep. payment portal um if you go to go to uh you know fencedishyard.com and go to make a payment you'll see what i'm talking about you can do an ach a credit card we also have venmo and um and cash app nice we use venmo and ca- we use i'm sorry it's my watch <laughs> um we I use venmo and cash app as a free option for customers to pay us you know when they click on um when they click on venmo it says hey we offer this as a free way for you to pay if you mark this as uh as a um uh uh, whatever it's called i don't know what it is friends transfers yeah do it as a friends other than that we do an ach i think it's like three dollars to do an ach and then as a percentage on the credit card now let me now do you pay the percentage or do they pay the percentage i don't pay the percentage Bingo. Yeah, the customer does. And a lot of people don't like, let me rephrase that. My customers, one out of 100 might complain. I'm just going to put a check in the mail. Okay. Well, you don't get on the schedule till we get the check. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, But a lot of people will say, and I'm not talking customers, just people, friends of mine, acquaintances. Oh, man, I can't believe you do that. Okay, well... Why don't you go ahead and try to pay your electric bill online right now? Yeah. Or get a ticket to the concert or, or exactly. Or get They're a, yeah. all charging you a fee. Absolutely. So it's Absolutely. just it's just the way that uh it's just the way that our world is going. Now know? does and this is just me being ignorant of the the platform, do they integrate with Job Nimbus at all? No, they do not. Okay. Um now Job Nimbus perfect. has their own payment thing. Uh, I know QuickBooks yeah. has their own payment thing. Yeah. I like this because I have control of that fee. But from sure. my understanding, Job yeah. Nimbus's uh, payment deal that they use, you can pay the fee or you can pass it on to the customer. Yeah. But I think I'm not. I don't know because I don't use it. But I think it works through the quick through QuickBooks, and I don't have my Job Nimbus connected to my QuickBooks. So, well, we don't either. Um, it, we don't either. So the one we use is uh, WePay. Um, it was one that Job Nimbus offered as an integration back in like 2018, 2019. Now, I forget the one they recommend now, but we've, we just got signed up with WePay and we've used it ever since. 
The thing that our customers don't like about it is they're not super transparent on what that fee is going to be. Like they'll say there's a fee uh, and then they'll just charge it. Yeah, mine clearly states, you know, ACH. I like that. Three, I think it's $3.25. And okay. then for the uh, percentage, it's 3% or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that a lot better. I want to be completely upfront transparent because we had a guy last or last week, the week before, they got pretty upset about it. Uh, and in the, in the emails, we say you know you can pay this by check in person or online with a credit card. Please note the credit card processor does charge you a fee. Uh-huh. It's a percentage of the total. Apparently, he bypassed all that. He just clicked it and paid, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, you charged me three percent more." Like, well, no, I didn't. Right. I don't get that money. That does not come to me. That went to the processor, and then they take their fee out, and then they pay me the remainder. Mm-hmm. But we we ended up having a bit of a conversation about that. Yeah. But, so so I, I would like to find a solution that's more transparent about yeah, what ours, the fee is going to be. Ours is pretty transparent. I like um, that. I like it. It's nice. It's on my website. And you know what else is nice about this? Uh, we send people to our website to make payments, so it gives us more traffic. They spend time on the website. All yep. that matters, matters to Google, right? Um, Sunlight Financial, we had the pre-qualification. We don't send them yep. a link. We have it on our website, so they have to go to our website. So all, all of this stuff matters in the, in the grand scheme of things sure. when sure. Google, especially my salesman, you know, when Google's looking to see are people using your website. Yeah, how long time on site is huge. It's absolutely massive. Um, so when they click that button, that make a payment button, they just enter their name, or how does it reference the job at all? Well, no, it doesn't. You just okay. make a you hit click make a payment, and it asks yep. if you want to do. It brings you to my payment portal, I call it, but really it's my page, sure. and it says pay with Venmo, Cash App, check, credit card. Okay, you just pick one. Okay, you know, interesting. So, so then you see on the on the back end, you just see a payment comes in from this person for this amount. Yeah, so we just get an email, a transaction, and I've already got it set up to where that email is forwarded to Job Nimbus. <laughs> so I get two emails. I get one from iCheck Gateway, and I get one from Job Nimbus going, "Hey, these people paid because okay. it's actually." So then linked. it searches the name. Then yeah, it's somehow it's okay. set up. But I, yeah. I don't know. It searches last name. Yeah. Yeah, and it finds nice. it. So it's pretty awesome, man. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. So um, this this next one is a, uh, and this is the last one we're gonna talk about, guys. So Cannon, you can uh, stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this next one really is a lead capturer. Okay. Now I don't have it up there as one of my top ones, but this is a huge thing for our company, and we use a uh, we use a company called Answer Force. It's okay. our, we call it our overflow receptionist. Really, it's an answering service. Sure. So what we've done was, after doing research with Google and so forth, what we've realized was is this. Google uses a Google number to call you. So when I Google Ozark Fence and it's like, call, and I click your phone number on your Google listing, they're really not they're calling your number, but it's going through a Google number to you that's forwarded sure. to you. So then Google gives us reports and tells us how many people click those. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're getting a voicemail and Google knows if it's a voicemail or not, then Google's like, well, there's not a live person answering this. 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or if nobody answers, right? Well, mm-hmm. why Google has people paying ads to use their – to you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to give you the most ROI. Sure. So they're going to send you to somebody who answers the phone. Yep. Yep, they want you to have a good experience. So you should never have a missed call. You should never have a voicemail. Makes sense. Because they know if a human answers the phone. So then, so this this overflow answering, so then does it, how does that work? So, operationally. And guess what? It integrates with Job Nimbus. <laughs> well, I had to do a little work around on this one, but it's a zap. Sure. And it works great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we just do a script, and it's really easy, man. We have uh, existing customer, new customer, and anything else. Sure. You know, so it might be Master Halco calling, a salesman calling. There, there, and anything sure. else. Just an other. Yeah. So what we've done is this has allowed us to have our hours be more flexible for the the customer. You know, people put, oh, we're open from eight to five. Well, sure. okay, Bob is at work from eight to five. So when is Bob, Bob's going to either call during the day or he's going to call at lunch or he's going to call while he's in traffic on the way home trying to catch us before we close? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're open at 10 o'clock now. Perfect. Uh, we open at 6 a.m. So now we're getting calls from people in the morning on their way to work before we get here at 8. Nice. So we don't have missed calls anymore. We don't have voicemails anymore. So then is it just scheduled to forward calls to them when it's outside your normal business, or is it after a certain amount of rings? How does that work? So during during the day, during our 8 to eight to 5 day, uh, after 4 rings, it goes to them. Okay, perfect. After 5 p.m., from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., as soon as it rings, it goes to them. Perfect. And it's also recorded through them. Nice. Now, right. now, being that they're a national company, I couldn't get around the, hey, this is being recorded. Yeah. Cause no, because every state's got its own regulation. Right. So they have to do it for everybody. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah. And then it's up till 10 p.m. And it works on Christmas, and it works on Saturdays, and it works on Sundays. Nice. So guess what, Joe? I started noticing, well, wait, we're getting leads over the weekend now. And we never used to get calls. Why? Because Google says, hey, yeah, you might have that you're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but are you answering the phone every time it rings? Are you answering on a Sunday at 2 o'clock? Or are you sending them the voicemail? Now someone's answering the phone, so now I'm capturing those leads because a live person is answering the phone. And then they email that information to you. So after they answer the call, do they email you a synopsis of it or how is that handled? Right. So basically we get an email and it's a form and it tells you who answered the phone call, um, the person's name, what they wanted. I have a I, literally, you know, the questions that Job Nimbus ask you when you're putting things in. I have those same questions. Perfect. So everything's done. We yep. have a zap. It creates a new contact. Boom. Okay. Right, and guess what? There's an automation to it saying, "Hey, sorry, sorry, um, our overflow receptionist caught your call. As soon as uh, we get back in the office, we'll give you a call back and to get a text message." Perfect, perfect. And that and that answer makes sense, no matter whether it's a customer or a vendor rep or whomever. 
right? And we do the same thing with my salesman. When they, uh, when they drop in the job Nimbus as an automation, says, hey, we received your online tool. Uh, go ahead and click this link to learn more about Fence Canyon. It's our Google listing link. Nice. You know, if they do an online form, same thing. We received your online form. Someone will get back to you uh, during working hours. Click this link to learn more about Fence King, and it's our Google listing. I like that a lot. So we, we've got it all covered. Because once I grab that lead, that's it, man. Sure. Yeah, you know, once we, it's in this, it just has to get in the system. Joe, we literally have a column on Job Nimbus called Just a Stop. <laughs> and every customer goes in that column and it start it hits you every 30 days for the first year and then it goes to every 60 days for the second year every 90 days for the third i'm i am still going to remind you that fence king is here until you just like man just stop interesting yeah and then, make, we, t- then wow. we take you out you know, so really, uh, answer for us should have been at the top with capturing leads because capturing leads is important. Sure. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, not everybody can want, can afford or want to or needs an answering service. Sure. You know, sure. depends on your sense. size. That's why I put it down at the bottom. But it is a very, very important tool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and we have plenty of others, and, and a yeah. lot of these things have been, you know, initiated. Sean King is the reason why I use Crew App, and sure, you know, yeah. just stuff like that. You know, the reason, one of the reasons why I use Job Nemesis, I heard you talk about it. My assistant found it through Paint Callers. You, you know, so yeah. it, it's yeah. just the. It just so happens I kind of got all that stuff together, but really I've grabbed it here and I've grabbed it there. Sure. And, you know, it's like Dylan. How did Dylan know to cantilever over that aluminum panel? He probably saw a TikTok or something on it. Right. Somebody right, right. did it and he's like, hey, we're going to try it. You know? Absolutely. Like the Westbrook rip. Well, right. Well, and this is, this is kind of, this is the rising tide raising all the ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. This is that we all kind of pick and piece from each other. And add it into our businesses as it makes sense so that we all get better together. Yeah. I love so, it. So those are all great companies that we use. There's other ones out there that can do the same exact thing. Sure. These just sure. work for me. And this is yeah. this this helps the fence king do what it's gotta do. And well, and that, I think that's important to say. You know, we talk a lot about job nimbus. I we use job nimbus and then we left for about six months while I tried a few others mm-hmm. and then I quickly came back because I realized I realized what it was and what the others weren't. Um, there are others out there. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. These are just ones that, that work in your in your situation. And they could likely work in other situations. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then this, this is, you know, if you have a service industry, you know, you, you're probably, um, I think, uh, what's, what's, the, what's the CRM that starts with an H? Uh, not Jobber. It's like Hubbard or... I don't know, but you want to know HubSpot? what's HubSpot. That's it. Guess that what's – so Job Nimbus, they use HubSpot's CRM. Interesting. Think about it. Job Nimbus is for contractors. HubSpot's for a company that's doing service. Yeah. So they, they, the CRM company uses another CRM. <laughs> sure. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's, they have industry-specific CRMs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and you find the one that's right for your business. Because, I mean, you mentioned Jobber, and that one comes up for 
you know, guys that are just starting out or, or just splitting off or whatever it is they're doing, they're, they're in the beginning of their growth cycle, they probably don't need Job Nimbus because Job Nimbus is a massive tool. Like mm-hmm. it, is, it does a ton, but it is a ton, right? Like it, it, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to get it going. Now, they're also creating templates and they're also making it easier. Um, but to, for someone just starting out that just simply needs an invoicing software, it's probably a bit much for that. Right. But and it, it, so I say all that to say it probably depends on what season of life your business is in also. Yeah. I mean, look, just to, for the record, man, I didn't start using Job Nimbus until I was a one man band working out of notebooks with a highlighter system. OK. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was doing eight hundred thousand. That's when I got a CRM. Sure. Makes sense. I should have got it a little sooner. You know, so right. if I had to guess, if you're if you know, if you're wearing fifteen hats and you don't have anybody working with you, you might want to get it a little sooner. You might want to get it around the you know the six seven hundred thousand mark. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. but but then what do we do? We did a uh, we did another four hundred thousand the next year just because of job numbers, and I wouldn't have been able to do it. Well, it streamlines your business. Yeah. Just by itself, not and not even getting into all the automations. Just because you've got all your information in one spot, it starts streamlining and it, allows, it frees you up to go do more business. It does. It does. And hey, so, Corey's got a question on the on the call center on the overflow receptionist. Uh, how does the answering service deal with Angie's list and other calls that you would typically ignore? Uh, you get so many um, calls that they'll ignore. I forget how many. I think it's like 30 or something. That makes sense. You know, okay. And you'll get robo-dialers, I'm sure, and stuff like that. I mean, I called them today. You know, I did the uh, the ringless voicemail to myself, and I'm like, I better have this right before I get online and talk about it. <laughs> so sure. I went sure. ahead, and I said, okay, let me hit the phone. I'm going to call back. Call back, and it was like, hey, this is Fence King. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, wrong number, and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get an email that says, oh, wrong number. Yeah, wrong number. And the other nice thing about Answer Force is once somebody calls, you can go in and verify them and click them. So now they become caller ID. So nice. the next time they call, the the uh, the overflow receptionist, they'll answer the phone. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? <laughs> well, well, Dan, the next time you call them, they're going to know then. Yeah, exactly. This is Dan again. So, well, what happens is <laughs> twice a week, Kirsten goes in there and verifies them, checks off yeah. the ones. Do-do-do-do. Nice. You know, so it works really great, man. Works really great. Well, Dan, let's start landing the plane a little bit. We've yeah, talked about a lot. This. We've covered a lot of territory here. Um, and and we have safely we, – we might as well have kept with the original format of two and a half hours because this is usually when we would start landing the plane on a two and a half hour show. So yeah, That's good. But, but here's the thing, right, is – uh, we talked about this a little bit this morning when we talked about like, hey, it's an hour, but if it goes over, it go, goes over because the content should dictate the the, the length of time, right? It, you shouldn't spend an hour talking about a five-minute subject, but we probably wouldn't have done service to this subject if we had tried to cram it all into an hour either. So Exactly. It's as long, it, it takes as long as it takes. It does, man. And, hey, look, I really appreciate you having me on here. Uh, course, I love your show, man. I started, you know, I started watching it a long time ago. And Joe, you've you've been kind of one of the pioneers in this thing. Uh, there's a lot of things at Defense King that we've been a trendsetter in, and setting trends is tough, man. It's yeah. you're plowing a road, and you're over here. It's, it's like 
you know, you're going through the jungle and you're knocking down the path and then the people behind you are just like, oh, this is nice, right? <laughs> well, that's what you did for Canon and I when it came to podcasting and sharing with us the equipment you used and how we needed to do it and what we needed to do. And, you know, here, here I am doing the same thing with software. Yeah, right. Right, right, absolutely. You know, um, so it's, we're all in this thing together, man. Yeah, it's it's great, man. I really appreciate what you've done for the the podcasting, YouTubing, not really podcasting, but YouTubing. Yeah, yeah, podcast. It, I jumped on that really late, and yeah, it's just it. You know, it, it's almost the same thing, though. It's just you can't see us. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, when Ken and I do our phone calls, man, you know, we're like kicked back in our chairs talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sure. we found that if we do it through a platform like this where we can see each other, we have a better mm-hmm. quality phone call. Sure. Because he can hey, be, Ken. you know, he'll be talking and I'll be like, and he'll know to wind it down because I have something to interject. And if I don't, I just sit there and listen. You know, we're, we're just, we're talking on the phone, man, recording a call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know, Leads so. to more conversational show. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Dan, where where can they find the My Fence Life show? Uh, we talked about it during the show, but to wrap it up, where can where can people find you? Uh, you can find us basically. Just go to myfencelife.com. Everything's there. You can find our a link to our Facebook Live. We go live every Wednesday uh, at six thirty central <laughs> p.m central if we're lucky usually we're late we're known for being late but hey guys if you like the page you'll get an alert when we do go live at maybe 6 40 or 6 37 or whatever it may be um also uh you can find us on 27 different podcast platforms there whatever one it is That's unreal That's yeah awesome. isn't it crazy and then um you can go to our youtube channel from there benji takes and he uploads the, the videos, I think every couple of weeks he uploads, you know, refreshes them. Thanks. And then we also do, uh, Job Nimbus sponsors a, a portion of our show called Breaking News. Yeah. And if it's got a decent little link and video to it, we'll post that. But, of course, you got to keep rotating those because those links don't live forever. Sure, sure. So sure. there's a lot of information on our uh our deal, um, our sponsors are all on there, all our partners. And we also have an online forum that you can go on and say, hey, I want to hear about this. Hey, I want to be a part of the show. I'd like to come on. I have something to interject and 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 help raise the tide, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My that's, like that's all on. we're trying to do. That's all we're all, every one of us. I mean, it's the the group is growing, right? Of of people in social media talking about fence, and that's what we're all we all kind of have the same mind is that we're trying to help the industry as a whole because I mean we all we have future generations that we'd sure like to be in this business for for years and years to come. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to make the industry in in and of itself better. Yeah, we got some we got some great things we're going to be doing together at Fence Tech. I'm looking forward um, to that. I'm excited Operation about that. Operation Stampede. Yeah. We talked about that. That was the meeting we were in yesterday if you guys yeah. watched the show. Um Oh, it was probably a month and a half, two months ago. Matt came on to kind of break the news of what Operation Stampede is, and that's what we were talking about yesterday in the meeting. Um, we're going to interview. I don't think the names are released yet, but they're biggins. They are um, the 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 quiet giants or the silent giants in the industry. The guys that are doing mega yeah. business. Yeah, business that we can't even wrap our heads around, right? That Matt threw around some numbers yesterday in revenue, and I was like, "I that makes my brain hurt." Yeah, like I was awful quiet yesterday in this. too, but I was just kind of like, "Wow, okay, all right." There's, uh, there's some massive names. Uh, I don't in even there. know 
how do I, this is way out my realm, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I was like, so they're, they're hmm, interesting. So they're a hundred times bigger than we are. Interesting. <laughs> like, I can't imagine a hundred times the problems. Yes, I'm <laughs> like, hoping, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, I'm hoping Matt knows those guys' personalities well enough to go, okay, these guys would mesh good with, you know, yep. this guy or that guy. Cause you sure. know, my personality is a little, a little different than most, but uh, oh. I just, uh, yeah, I hope he, <laughs> hope he did it well. It's, it's going to be great, guys. So we're going to be doing interviews with giants in the industry from the My Salesman stage at Finstech uh, 2023 in Oklahoma City. It's going to be huge. Uh, whether you're, if you're there in person, you're going to want to come hang out, watch the interviews live. Uh, we're also going to be broadcasting them live and they'll be recorded and, and put out into the uh, social medias uh, properly. But you're, if you're going to be at social, or at social media, if you're going to be at Finstech, then you need to be there. Yeah, sure. it's going to be great, man. I'm looking forward to it. So, Can't wait. hey, look, Can't you wait. tell uh, Sarah, said hello. I will. And, I will. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I think next time I'm going to get me an orange jumpsuit I'm going to wear. It's going to have like prison numbers on it. Well, yeah. That's okay. That's yeah. if you wear orange, that is the big comments that come out in the beginning. <laughs> I, I haven't seen them much lately. The first couple years, it was all about an escaped inmate. Because by golly, I've got tattoos and I wear orange. Like, well, okay, you're you're right. I guess I don't know, but um, <laughs> yeah, those comments have weaned off in the last year or two. Yeah, so. I don't know about all them tattoos, man. <laughs> you know, it's I don't know. I'm not even going to get into it. It's to each their own. That's sort of it. Thing. That's it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, we'll sign this thing off. Maybe we should yeah. do the old uh, Mark Olson. Have a dang good day. Uh, a, good, a good dang day. No, good no, that's day. not what we say here, Dan. We say, say? Uh, for now, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. It's been two hours and 20 minutes, and I appreciate every minute of your guys' attention. Uh, as always, if you're listening on the podcast, if you've made it this far, thank you. Uh, you can watch us live every Saturday, most every Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Central. Most of them aren't two hours and 20 minutes. We try to, if the content is worth it, we will stay, but usually they're a little bit shorter. Uh, guys, I'll see you guys next week. For now, I'm Joe Evers, the fence expert, reminding you that good fences make good neighbors. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hitch. And Benji with CleverFox.online, helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Thank you.